Rabbi Isaiah, good morning, a good Erev Shabbos. Erev Shabbos Kedush, Chalamayit Sukkot, and it's the middle of the wonderful, wonderful Yontif. I'm sitting now in the Sukkah, and this is a Sukkah podcast, a special, special Avira sitting underneath the Schach, looking out over the Hari Yehuda. Opportunity to see so many Talmidim over the course of the Yanta. Very, very thankful to Kaddish Baruchu. As you can hear, it's early in the morning and I'm a little bit hoarse. So we'll try our best to get out the podcast and to give everybody a good Simcha Dika, wishing everyone a Simcha Dika Yantav. As we gather together our Kachas for the end of the Yantav, you know, not only do we have the Shabbos, but we're going to lane Kahelas. And we have the laning, which is not the end of the Torah, but we're getting closer to Simcha's Torah, which will be this coming Sunday night, and I'm sure everyone will do their best. For those of you in Chutzlaretz, you have two days. You have Shmini Yatzeris and then Chutzlaretz. For those of us who are in Eretz Yisrael, we combine it all together. And each day has been an uplifting experience for all of us. We hope and we pray that the Rabbanu should listen to all of our our, our tefillahs and our shevach, when the doya to Rabbanu Shalom, we're getting close to Hashanahs, and saying Hashanahs, we're going to have Hashanah Rabbah Sunday morning. So we'll try to put some thoughts together. It's not easy because it's had late nights, but we'll try to get out something in order to be Mahana the Yolam. First of all, just to say that it's been a great, great pleasure to be able to see how many Yidden have come to Yerushalayim. We were as for the Rebbe tonight to go to Birchus Khanim. And it was packed, packed throughout. We heard over 50,000 people were there. And we were able to see uh, some Talmidim and friends and to be able to get the brachas from so many Kohanim is a great schus. At the same time, we also have to put out to everybody that we're surrounded by enemies who try to destroy us. And my own grandson, who's an Israeli policeman, was stationed on the Harabayas for a few nights this week, and uh, they're worried about riots even today. And this all, it it, it brings back the um, what we said in the Haftarah last week of Chemez We know that the world is a very dangerous place, and we have to daven. And we know first, we, what do we daven? The first Elena Sukkah Shlomecha. We ask the Kaddish Baruch He should literally cover us with his Sukkah of Shalom. And um, Shalom is something that we all need. You know, we'll say over a quick word on Kahelis that I said over to Rabbi Norman Shlita when he came to the house that in the Kahelis in Paragimel it speaks about the um, the different times. Lakol's man of the ace. And two of the times that it mentions is, is ace sefoid, the ace rekoid. A time of eulogy, a time of giving his paydom, and a time of dancing. You know that the, the, the Shlomo Melech is, is always comparing different opposites. Face, Sephoid, eulogy, sadness, Eisvukhoid. And the Vilna Goner already raises the question that it should have said Eis Lisvoid with a Lamed, Eis Lirkoid, as it says by all the other um, by all the other uh, times Ace Lizrei Kavonim, Ace Livka is a time of crying, a time of Lismayach, 
why does it say only the the, the noun and not the verb? And uh, the guy says an interesting word. He says the lamed is always connected to the concept of limud. And he says a chiddush. The chiddush is that we know that mevatlan that there's no mitzvah of Talmud Torah when it comes to the mitzvah of going to a Leviah, and there's no mitzvah of Talmud Torah when it comes to Achnosis Kala, and therefore at this mind, at the time of Sveid, at the time of the Rekhoid, there's no Lamed. That's what the Vilna Gain says. Uh, people raise questions on this guy because we do find that there are two other Lashonis in the Kahelis where it says the Lashon without a uh, Lamed, and that's Ace Melchama and the Ace Shalom. Doesn't say Ace Lasses Melchama, Ace Lasses Shalom. So, what's the Mahalich? Why over there, over there the Vilna Gaidens of Art Lachar doesn't, doesn't work, even though we do know that the times of Melchama, the person is also putter from Talmud Torah. Even though the Gemara Megillah says that Yeshua was, was chastised by Kodesh Baruch Hu, but that was only at nighttime after he was. Finishing atobasi. Now I'm coming, right? But but but, but as but time of Muhammad, a person that we know, or mavatlan, even uh, even Talmid Chacham, have to go out to Milchemes Milchemes Mitzvah. Okay, but Shalom Shalom is not a time when you're putter from from Talmud Torah. But I saw Gaval de Gavard. I want to say over that Reb Tzalo Zolti, Zeichat the Rav of Yerushalayim said over in a hespin on Reb Chaim Shmulevitz. It's brought down at the Sefer Zikaron. And he says that it could be that the remez of Eis Melchama and Eis Shalom, uh, excuse me, that Eis Safoid and Eis Rekait, and this will help us concerning the Melchama and Shalom, is also falls into this category, a different Mahalach. That the time of Safoid is not just a time of a regular Hespid. It's the Hespid, like we would say on Moshe Rabbeinu, where the Medrash says, Hashamayim Baichim, the heavens are crying. Va'aritz, and the land is also crying. The entire Bria, talking about a time frame. There's a time of Sfaid, a time of, of eulogy, when the world is crying. When, a great, when the great Sadiq Moshe Rabbeinu left the world. And in the, the positive sense, when there's what we said, uh, and we're saying in Hallow these days, that there's a time of Shalom, a time, excuse me, of Rekhaid, of dancing. And that was like Yitzhiyah's Mitzrayim, where it says, Haharim Raktu, the, 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 the mountains were, were dancing. So the Pshat is, the whole Bria, the Bria is in a Matzav of, of Rikida. And not only is it Haharim Raktu, but Gvoris Kivnetzain, and the, the Shemayim itself is also giving out, um, a tremendous amount of Rikida. The world is dancing. And uh, therefore, that could be another teretz. The teretz is that Sfeid and Rekhaid are Zmanim, Mesuyamim, and therefore you don't say that you have to go do an action. They, the the Matziv itself creates this action. And that could be the teretz why Es Mochama and Es Shalom is also. Mochama is not done by man. Mochama is Hakarishvahu, Ish Mochama. Shalom, Oisah Shalom, the only time you can have true peace. There's only a Kodesh Baruch is going to bring that peace. And as we see in the world today, that we're living in a matziv where Muhammad surrounds the world 
and we hope and we pray that there should be shalom. We hope there should be a matzav that will be shalom for us, for Klai Yisrael, wherever we are. Um, we want to know. We know that this parsha, which we're going to lay, not not on Shabbos, but on Simchas Torah, is a sabracha, and we just want to point out one or two things, and hopefully we'll get chizuk from it. You know, the the I saw that Rav Sternbach Shlita brings down that um, first of all it should be he should be good and stark. Let's go off on a tangent for a second. That last night we were zayicha. They have such a gewaldic asimcha in our community, in our shechuna. If Sternbuch Shlita was able to come out from his house and they made a tremendous Kabbalist upon him and there were thousands of people there and there was Rikudim and there were Makabal Pnei Rabba Beregel. If Sternbuch Shlita is not a youngster, he's in his mid-90s and he has not been well for the last few months. This is one of the first times he got out and we hope and we pray and we daven. He should continue to get better, as we need his leadership, everyone should daven from Moshe ben Devira. And at the same time, we had a great schluss to be able to go to the Simchas Beis HaShayv and Yeshivas Pachet Yitzchok, where Rabbi Yonison David, the Gavaldik Gain, and the Edim of Rabbi Hutner Zatzal had literally also thousands of people that came to hear his Divrei Torah and to dance and to sing Azman of Rakida. And we felt literally that this is the time of the Shaft of Mayim, the Sosim, and Mayim Yeshua, the time of Mishayev, a shtickle from the Ruach HaKadosh. In this week's parsha, say over a word from Rav Sturmbuch, Torah says, Torah Tziv Alonu Moshe Merosh HaKilas Yaakov, one of the most famous psukim that we have throughout the entire uh, out the entire Torah. And this is the Pasuk, which the Gemara says in the Mesech the Sukkah, that a katna yedei ledaber, a katna knows how to speak, aviv lam the Torah, the father should start teaching him Torah, we know when a boy is almost three years old, and the Gemara says, what Pasuk do we teach him? We teach him this Pasuk, Torah tzivah lana moshim, Yaakov. Why is this such an important Pasuk? Why is it so important to teach him this Pasuk from all the Pasukim the Torah, many Pasukim the Torah, so if Sturmach Slita says, because this Torah teaches us the the Yisoy, the pillar of Chinuch of, of education for our Jewish children. The Torah is a Yerusha. The Torah is a Yerusha. Torah It is an inheritance, a Yerusha for all of the Jewish people. And what is a Yerusha? Yerusha is something that you get from a person's parents, from a person's father. And a cotton is not a bardas. Cotton doesn't know on his own what to do, but he sees the way his parents, especially the way his, the fathers who have the obligation of chinuch, the way they act, and if they put into their children when they're young the yesodis of what it is to be a Jew, then that remains with them for the rest of their lives. And that's why this pasuk is the pasuk that we teach the child. We want the child to know that he's getting Yerusha, he is connected to the previous generations, and the way he's connected is through the Yerusha of the others. I must mention just that my late father-in-law passed away. My wife always speaks about, and we spoke about it during the last few t- the week after my father-in-law passed away, that he was manchil to his children, a Yerusha. He lived in a small town, but he made sure at the Shabbos he would learn with his children the Torah, and he sent to give them an education, and that's the schus that he has. 
that all of his children remain from, and they have children and grandchildren following that way, and should be a schus for him. We want to continue, we want to speak about the last psukim, where it speaks about Maishu Rabbeinu's Petira, Maishu Rabbeinu's leaving, and one of the psukim says, Vayifku B'nei Yisrael, after Maishu Rabbeinu dies, so Klai Yisrael cried for him for 30 days, and Yeshua Benun was the one that took over for him. So Rav Sternbuch says that when we speak about the crying of, um, of the, when the Tzadik passes, uh, a person shouldn't just focus on the crying. It has to do with what the Torah says afterwards. Right after Moshe Rabbeinu passes away, it says, V'yeshua Benun Malaruch, V'yeshua Benun Malaruch, Moshe Rabbeinu left the trusted student in order to be able to continue the Hanhaga for Klai Yisrael. And he says that that's the derech of Klai Yisrael. Even after there is a Bechi, but immediately we have to mechazik and we go weiter, and we know that there's a new Hanhaga. Yiftach Bedarek Kishmul Bedarek. Every generation, every generation continues on this, on this particular path. And Rav Sturbach says we find a similar thing that in Parshas Vayishlach, it says that when Rachel Emenu died, it says as soon as she died, Ben Aini. She was called Ben Aini. Ben Aini meant to say that this was the child that was born through the pain and suffering. But we know that Yaakovina did not call him Binyamin because of the language of Rachel. He called him Binyamin. And it's not called Ben Aini, it's called Binyamin. Some people say, well, it's it's closer to Binyamin. Ben Aini is closer to Binyamin. But no, he called him a different name. And the answer that Rav Sternbuch says in the Gavaldi that Rachel was thinking about her tsaris and the fact that she was going to die, and this is a cause of distress. But Yaakov Avinu did not want that the child should have on his head a, a lushen of a name that has to do with the distress of Klai Yisrael, of the past uh, mistakes and the past problems, but we have to go weiter, we have to be positive. Binyamin is a lashon of derech of Yemin. Yemin Hashem as we say now in the Halil. So this is a great lesson that Klai Yisrael, even when, the, when we have losses, we realize that Kodesh Baruch has a promise. If we'll keep the Messiah, the Torah Sivalon HaMoshev, then we can continue on on the pathway of, of a Binyamin Atzadik, the pathway of Moshe Rabbeinu. We want to focus on one last word that the end of the parasha, we know we say, Ule'ene Kol Yisrael, it was in the eyes of all of Klal Yisrael. We're going to get the language of the exact Pesach of the year. We're going to complete, ah, what a great schus to be able to complete the Torah again. The seal of the Torah coming upon us, we'll be so happy. And it was with the, the great hand of a Baruch the great awesomeness of a Baruch that Moshe Rabbeinu took the Luchas Le'enikol Yisrael. And uh, the, the, we know the safe tapis of the Torah is uh, the Lamid. And the beginnings, Teva is the Beis, everyone knows that, which represents Lev. And uh, the Chidah says in the Nachal Kedumim 
that the last Pasuk begins with a Vav, and it ends with a Lamed. So the beginning of the Torah, and the end of the Torah, and the last Pasuk of the Torah, the beginning of the Pasuk, the end of the Pasuk, if you count it together, if you put the letters together, it's Bolu. It's a Lushen of Lisha. Everything is, everything is included in here. And the Pshat is, it's a Ram, it's called Isaac Petar Lishma. Anyone that's Isaac and Torah Lishma, ain't it carbon? He doesn't need to bring a carbon. The Torah itself is the greatest kapara. It's balu. It's the bays and the lamid, and it's the vav and the lamid. And if we put together the the Isis of Mishnayis, the haschalos of Mishnayis, and the end of Mishnayis, so you'll see that it's a mem and a samach, a mem and a samach. So the the seifet tevis. The Me'emasai and what it says in the end of Uksin, it's all a remez. If you put it all together, it's a gematria of Kemach, 148. That the, the remez is that the Torah is the Kemach. In Ein Torah, Ein Kemach. The Torah has the ability to give us Parnasa. And we put together the end of the Torah and the beginning of the Torah with the different psukah which we said, which is Bolo. Bolo is the gematria of 68, which is the gematria of Chaim. Gematria of Chaim. Chaim is 68. And the Ramaz is, Oisik Petorah Lishma, Oisik Petorah Lishma, HaKadosh Baruch is Mairuch Yomim. He's Mairuch the days. He gives him long days. Like it says, Ki bi yirba yomecha v'yisifacha shnois Chaim. We want to get Chaim. It all comes about through the Chaim of the Torah. The end of the Torah mentions and Rashi brings down that Moshe Rabbeinu lift up the luchas and he broke the luchas in front of Klai Yisrael because Baruch was masking his das, his das for them to, to Moshe Rabbeinu's das. So the question is is this the way to end the Torah? End the Torah with a, a sad event. We know the Shviras HaLuchas is something which caused great distraught. It happened in Yudzai and Betamuz. Why would we end off? The Ramah says that we read the Kriya in the Torah. We always say, end off with the Dover Tov. So what do we see from over here? That Shvir Zaluchus was the best message you could possibly give to Klai Yisrael. Klai Yisrael needed to be able to do a Tshuva Shlema. And this gives, gives us a lesson. The final lesson of Moshe Rabbeinu is that Tshuva is the way for a person to be able to reach the greatest heights. And Moshe Rabbeinu did this in front of Klai Yisrael. And Klai Yisrael accepted it. And HaKadosh Baruch Hu says, Yashikoyach So this is a message for all of us that the greatest siyum of the Torah is the Shviras HaLuchas, which allows us that now we see that even though the Luchas were destroyed, but Klai Yisrael accepted it. And Klai Yisrael was Chayzer B'Tshuva. Or Chayzer B'Tshuva, we have a Tyra. Um... Rabbi Sai, I want to give a bracha to everybody on the, the last days. We're holding in the, the Shpizen of Aaron Akayan. Aaron Akayan is the Oid of Shalom, Oid of Shalom. Hoping we pray this should be Shalom for the Jewish people, Shalom for Klai Yisrael, Bechol Atar We should be Zoycha Hashem that the should send us Mashiach Tzidkenu. Wishing everyone a wonderful Shabbos. And a good yontif. Rabbi Sai, as an addition to the um, 
Erev Shabbos Sukkot Kolomoy podcast. I just wanted to mention one Misa, which I forgot to mention when we spoke about the Indian of and we described the relationship between father and son and the concept of the Mesorah and how important it is for both parents and children to recognize that we are the link that connects us to the connect to the giving of the Torah Har Sinai. And there was a mice which I wanted to mention, which is, I've mentioned it maybe a few times, but I think it's worthwhile to say it over. Yaakov Kamenetsky, Zechot Tzadik Levracha, was once in Eretz Yisrael, and on the way back to America, he flew, and he flew in the business class. He was an elderly Yid, and one of his grandchildren was with him on the flight, but he was in the economy class. Ended up that Rav Yaakov was sitting together with one of the heads of the Israeli political scene. If I'm not mistaken, it was Yerucham Meshel, who was a Chiloni a person who... Um, who wanted to, um, uh, and he was there, and he was sitting next to Rav Yaakov Kamenetsky, and what happened was, during the course of the flight, Rav Yaakov's Enoch kept on coming over to him, asking Zadie, what can I get you, can I need something to drink, what can I do for you? So finally, this Yerucham Eshel was completely, completely secular, said to Rav Yaakov, they all spoke Yiddish, these old politicians, and I guess they must have spoken Yiddish, and he said, Rabbeinu, please explain to me. I don't understand. I see your your grandson. He comes over to you every minute, and he's running after you to try to help you. He says, "I have my children. Even on, uh, maybe once a year, they come to to, to to see me Father's Day, but I don't have this uh, accord, this uh, honor that they give me. What, what's the reason? Why am I not? Why did I not merit what you merited? The truth is, we can go many many ways with this question. If Yaakov said in an amazing, amazing, sharp insight. He said the difference is the theory of evolution, of Darwinism. He said, you taught your children that man came from a monkey. And we taught our children that man came from Moshe Rabbeinu. That man came from Adam Arisha, but we eventually comes down to Moshe Rabbeinu. And my children, when they look at me, they say, oh, I'm connected closer to that uh, generation of the previous generation which was connected to the previous generation all the way back to Moshe Rabbeinu so therefore they honor me because they know that I'm an honorable person but by you you taught them that you're not that you're not that important because because you you know before you were monkeys and you came from monkeys and therefore they don't have the same regard for you and I think this is such a, a, a sharp but very very crucial uh, message for us, especially when we're dealing with, we're about to start finishing Sefer Devar, we're about to start Sefer Bereshis, we recognize that the Rebbe he's the one that created the world, he's the one that gave Klai Yisrael the Torah, and therefore we're going to enter into the Simcha Torah, where we are connected to the Torah, the Torah Sivalana Moshe and Rosh Akilas Yaakov, wishing everyone a wonderful Yantif, and may we have a lot of Simcha and a lot of joy, and as Hashem is Barach, as we said before, Bizarcha to the King of Mashiach, Tidkainu Vimhayav Yamainu Amen. Thank you very much for listening. We want to thank JFoundations.com. If you could sponsor any of our activities, it'd be another way of addressing and being able to give over Torah to other people. Go on the website and show your support. Thank you very much for joining us.